0: It's just like EDM, where it's like there's there's a feeling boom 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 and it makes you excited and it tricks you into thinking you are excited.
1: It's like a cello in the lower registers can make you feel really sad. It can. I know what is it about that instrument? And when you get in the lower notes with the cello, it's just really sad.
0: It's a sad, that's the saddest instrument. But it's a
1: great instrument because relaying, sure. relaying that emotion is a wonderful thing.
0: I have a soda today. Ooh.
1: What's up with ah. you? How many grams of sugar in that thing?
0: Oh.
1: It's a, hold on, a 12 ounce can. Let me guess. I'm gonna I am not get
0: it out of my koozie. I'm
1: going to say 36 grams of sugar.
0: Uh-huh. A koozie. Uh-huh. A koozie. Ooh, it's 39. Wow. Do you still have stocks in that weird pancake thing? yeah sadly <laughs> I can't do anything
1: with them I have 960 shares and it's well below a penny and to even sell stuff off one there's no money so there's no point. point yeah. two they charge you $10 per <laughs> trade so I would owe them money if I oh no <laughs> it's, it's just there yeah I, I thought it would take off
0: what is it it's pancakes in a can or something
1: yeah it's Nate's food pancake batter in a can Which is a good idea. You don't have to mix it up in a bowl. There's not as much stuff to clean. It's
0: actually—it's
1: a a very great idea.
0: Is it in a can?
1: It's in a can. A
0: tin can?
1: No. You have to use
0: a can opener, (laughs)
1: like a whipped cream type can. Shoot it into the pan.
0: Okay, like a cheese whiz. Yes. Sort of thing. Okay.
1: So it's very clean, very efficient. Let's (laughs) see what Nate's food stock is.
0: Oh my god, it just sounds very unappealing. No, it's look
1: it up. This is some great stuff.
0: In a can. They it screwed sound it up. Great.
1: They screwed it up. It's not because the product's not good. Whatever was going on with them. I
0: mean, they make pancake mix now pre-made. It's just like in a bottle.
1: So someone stole it. They made it better. That's what happened. Nate's had the foothold on this. Mm-hmm. They were ahead of the game. You they were screwed the- it up. The stock is .0014. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> What can you do with something like that? Nothing? It just has to sit there. Like there's no recourse.
1: Yeah, I mean in essence the money's gone. Yeah. The company is still operating somehow, somewhere. I have a dollar thirty-four. <laughs> what, hey, am I, what am I gonna that's do? That's
0: almost a cup of coffee. I'm
1: not doing it. The dollar thirty four <laughs> is lost. It's gone. <laughs>
0: Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher.
1: My name is Greg Russ.
0: And it's my week. It's mine!
1: To choose a topic.
0: To choose a topic. And the topic I have chosen is art.
1: <laughs> he told me this last night, and I became intimidated.
0: Why were you intimidated?
1: Well, I'll probably come off like a Philistine
0: Ooh.
1: in talking about art. I'm, I'm appreciative of art. Sure. On many levels, but there's so much of it, and it's so – I have thoughts of the kinds – I was when I was thinking about this, there's art that I like and art that I think that I don't like, but then I look at that and i like, well, I do like this part of that and then that part of that. So there doesn't seem to be any kind of boundaries, and my opinions seem to be all over the place. So I feel like whatever I end up saying, at some point I'm going to contradict. I'm going to be a hypocrite. and okay. I'm just setting it up now. That's probably the way this is going to go.
0: Um, <clears throat> I mean, I wouldn't say that that's – That's a crazy way to be. I feel like, okay, when I was thinking of this topic, I thought about the people who don't really know what art is and don't want to be... Um, don't want to feel anything when they look at something, especially I'm thinking of someone who puts things in their home. I'm not thinking of like an art gallery necessarily. So
1: what was this? A trip to Marshall's that triggered <laughs> this. You see the crappy art that's listed there on the walls.
0: Yeah. It was the home goods. The ones I then. sent
1: you pictures of when I go to Marshall's. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look for some of these, some of the worst stuff you've ever what seen. What
0: do you mean? Like family ones? Like things like live, laugh, love.
1: Yeah. These aren't really even necessarily art. They're just sayings.
0: Yeah. Or like ones that say cafe.
1: This one says faith, family, flag. The three F's. We follow the three F's in my home. Faith, family, and flag.
0: Any kind of flag?
1: <laughs> red flag. Guess, yeah. I don't know what kind of flag it
0: is. Yeah. Or maybe the flag that says like you shouldn't swim. Like the lifeguard puts out.
1: Yeah. The red flag.
0: Mm-hmm. Then
1: there's the hurricane flag. Ooh. Which has got the black stripe through it, right?
0: <gasps> or Yeah. And there's the one with the white stripe through it.
1: Welcome to our wedding. This is just a, a template, so you can put up some wedding photos. It's good okay. to be home. She's a catch.
0: Ew! With
1: my whole heart for my whole life. Start each day with a grateful heart.
0: So, oh God. but it's not
1: this stuff that made you.
0: Think. No, it wasn't that. But that stuff is horrible. But also, what I think of is like okay, the people who don't. I mean, listen. I don't feel like I'm a lover of art, or An that art lover. I, an art lover. Uh, um, I don't feel like I'm that kind of person. I don't know artists that, you know, like, if you showed me a painting, I wouldn't be able to say, you know, that's, oh, that's a say song or something. So, I don't so know. So
1: right now we're just talking pretty much about visual art. You're not getting yes. into music. You're not getting into film, no, but Visual
0: art. What I mean, like, yes, what I mean, are, yes, the visual arts and not film, not movies. I'm talking about, like.
1: Which are art in their own right, sometimes.
0: Paintings, maybe photographs, maybe um, performance art. So stage can count. What's that?
1: Stage can count.
0: No, I'm not talking about that. You
1: said performance art.
0: Oh, but stage. Well, I don't mean... No, but someone who's on a stage isn't necessarily doing performance art. No. Performance art, like...
1: Not all the time. This is what I mean. These boundaries. (laughs) This is why I got panicked last night. I don't know. But... I'm just trying this I'm just asking questions. I'm not trying to antagonize you. Sure. I'm just trying to understand what we are focusing on.
0: I'm thinking of mm, if you took an art class in college, they're not gonna say like, okay, all types of art. You know what I mean? Those are separate things. Film is separate than what I'm talking about. Pottery? No, that's different.
1: <laughs> Pottery's out.
0: Pottery's out. Cross it off your list. If you, sculpture. If you have sculpture. Yeah, sculpture, sure.
1: Okay, sculpture is in.
0: Yes, sculpture is in.
1: Visual art, paintings, that's in. Yes. A person on the street standing still is a Statue of Liberty.
0: No, that's not in. Unless they were, no.
1: But those people don't move for hours at a time.
0: Yeah, but that's not art. They're not doing it for art, they're doing it for money.
1: A mime. A mime. (laughs) A mime could be doing it for the love of mimery
0: yeah if they're like a certified clown they went to clown college
1: and they don't always want the money they just want to go out there and mime
0: i guess that's their art okay i'll, I'll count that but that's
1: going to fall into this sure okay
0: um what i was thinking there's i feel like there are people who don't care about what's on their wall have no connection to it maybe they just know that it you know ties the room together or something or it has colors in it that are also in the rug you know they don't they don't care about where it came from they get it from the Marshalls, you know or they get it from the home goods tj max tj max it's my go-to they, they got it on sale at pier one okay you, you have no connection to this thing it's just on your wall and it makes your house look nice or those those um paintings you might find in like a hotel room you know what i mean they're not gonna they're not going to stir anything in mass,
1: it's Yeah, it's mass produced. I mean, hotel room. There's got to be a hotel out there somewhere that's got original works of art in every single room, which is going to be quite the investment in money, even if it's a no-name artist, if it's the only piece. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there's a reason they do that. But, yes, I get It's like, okay. oh, I'm tying this room together just through this random picture that I right. found in the clearance bin.
0: Right. So I feel like that's one category. I think there's another where you have a connection to everything you have up on your wall, not necessarily whether it's worth any money or whether, you know, it's it's something you found maybe uh, like in at the Goodwill, you know, it's just something you have a connection to it and that's why it's up. Um, and then there are the people who like the uber wealthy, right? Who only have things on their wall because, not because they have a connection to it, but because it's a status symbol, right? Of who they are and how much money they have and what kind of home this is and what kind of people they are. And I'm sure within that, there are people who appreciate the art, right? Who just happen to be super wealthy and can afford it. But some people, you know, some of those people might just be blinded by, oh, well, it's really expensive. So I must love it. Because if I don't love it, then I'm some sort of rube,
1: or it's really expensive, so it must be good,
0: right? Exactly. They, these
1: are the kind of people. Like, I've got the Monet, but right. Frank down the street, he only has the Rothko. Uh, <laughs> did you see his
0: Rothko? <laughs> he put that in his living room like he's proud.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, stuff we'll like lose that. Our
1: Frank knew money. <laughs> <laughs> he just came into that wealth, and he has no clue what to do with it.
0: Yes, money screams, wealth whispers.
1: All right. So, where do you want to start? Oh, and with then this? I think
0: about the perform Oh, like modern art? Is it modern art that where it's like um it's just a white canvas?
1: Well, Is that modern? Art? It falls into modern. Modern art's a wider umbrella okay. for art. It's when the purpose of art started to shift a bit. I shouldn't even say perf- purpose, but the way people went about it because in the past you had people who were doing representative paintings. One that was the only way to visually document the world. Then photography okay. came around. There's always a rebellion in these things, too. So you had people who were impressionists, which, which still – they still painted pictures that we can look at and know what it is, mm-hmm. like a Van Gogh. But it's more about the feeling at that point. Here's the scene in the real world, and you're more so trying to document what it's making you feel or a right. different surreal representation of it, which I can appreciate. But then, yes, you also get into abstract art, which is part of modern art. And that's just, if you go to the Museum of Modern Art, for example, there's a room. Yeah, it's a white sheet of paper with one pencil line drawn on it.
0: Yeah. What is that making? So for me, I feel like something that's good, if I consider, I mean, it's all subjective, I guess. But for me to say it's good, I think, I don't know, maybe there needs to be something more to it, some more effort put into it.
1: But all right, so let's just try to define art to begin with. It's a very subjective thing. For me, when I was thinking about this, I was like, what to me makes good art? It's something that makes me question myself, my sure. place in the world, the way I live my life. But then I realize there's a whole technical aspect of it that can I can also appreciate. And that comes into play a lot of the times with representative art, just the skill involved in painting something and making it look real. Uh, A lot of those times you may look at a mountainscape and say, oh, wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Do you feel much? Maybe you do. Some people do. Right. I wouldn't, but I would really appreciate that. But then there's art that isn't as representative that can make you feel more. So this is what I'm saying. At first, my definitive answer was what's good art. makes me feel something and question myself and my existence. It's existential. And then I realized there's a whole technical aspect that I could also
0: appreciate. Yeah so yeah it's it's interesting to think about because you're right i if if someone painted a picture like the people that do those like photorealism type of thing, that's almost not as good as something that is more of like an oil painting where you can see the brush strokes and you can see like
1: but it is good the fact that they can paint it so realistically, is I know, quite but I'm not talent. getting
0: anything from it is what I mean, all
1: right, so then you know, for you. What you take from art isn't necessarily the technical part of it. I guess not. Just tying this back, though, quickly to the white sheet of paper with a line drawn on it, I don't get either out of it. I feel nothing, and I don't look at it. That's why when people say things like, I could do it myself, I could have done that. It's like there's a dismissal. We don't know what the motivation behind the art was. A lot of times I find it to be. BS. I don't know what yeah. that artist would have said, but maybe there's a great explanation that reframes it for me in my mind. And then I look at it and say, well, a lot of times it just seems like it's made up. Um, I
0: saw, I saw um, as part of some, you know, I don't know, p- a piece of an exhibit where it was a t shirt on a hanger and it said Old Town Road. And then underneath it, it said Horses in the Back. <laughs> You're know, talking about that horrible song?
1: No. I have
0: but no clue.
1: So this piece of art was referencing the song.
0: Yes, and I, you know, maybe if I wanted to sit and think about what that meant, I guess I could say maybe it has something to do with the like taking over of black culture from you know because because it's a country music song that's like it's really not a country music song; it's like a hip hop trap song. But it's on the country music charts because like there's a twangy person who's rapping part of it and they talk about like horses, (laughs) you know. And so maybe it had some sort of maybe it was trying to say something about (laughs) culture. I don't know. But either way, it's shit like that that I don't like or, um, you know, you're in a museum for that type of art and you see like a fire extinguisher on the wall and you're not sure whether that's a piece of art or not. You know, or like caution tape around something. You're like, is this construction or is this a piece I'm looking at?
1: You know what I don't like is when people make playful looking pieces that you're not allowed to touch. There was an exhibit I saw with these big rubber animals, just realistic yeah. representations of alligators and other. The rubber, don't touch it. But it's there. And I want to yeah. touch the thing. Which, fine. if everyone's Maybe that's to, part of it. If everyone's touching it, I understand that it's not good for the piece. But, um the t shirt, maybe someone gets something out of it. I this is with modern art in the sense is where we are. The rules are out the window. If you go mm-hmm. back to painting philosophy, there were ways that you were supposed to do it. It was very restrictive. It really was a skill and there was mastery. And then all that shit was broken down and right. it opened up the world. So because anyone, it's so accessible now. Anyone can do something and say it's art. There's just more shit to, to wade through. Hmm. I I feel like it's the same thing with the internet now, with everyone's got their YouTube videos and wants to be famous, and that way, there's just so much more content. Yeah, So much of it's crap. There is good stuff out there. Sometimes you can't even articulate, t- articulate what sets it apart. It's like, I don't know. That video's not much different than this other video. Or, you know, with writing, because everyone has access to putting their writing out there at this point Mm -hmm. with the internet. And I feel like that happened in art before, just when the rules, the walls, the levees were broken. It's like, all right, this is just fair game now. Everyone go do their own thing.
0: Right. But then there are people who are going out there and trying to do their own thing and thinking, like maybe they're mimicking the people who aren't really doing anything. And then it all becomes cloudy as to what art is or what content is you know like people are just mimicking something that is not good right like so if if someone goes out there and puts out a youtube channel because they grew up or they started watching the person who does the also the bad content youtube channel and then that turns into actual content because they're they're carrying on something from the past i feel like it adds legitimacy to it but it doesn't make it any good so it's like watered down not interesting, not from a real place. And did, I feel like art needs to be that.
1: <laughs> then I think that's a fair assessment. You're allowed to have any assessment you like for art. Yeah. Um, that painting on the wall behind you, what is that? I don't even know how to describe that because that's some abstract art.
0: Yeah, I don't love it.
1: <laughs> I'm just curious the story behind it. Okay, so... You can post a picture of it
0: yeah, want to see it because it.
1: I, I wouldn't know how to put that into words,
0: I don't either. I mean, it's like splattery and red and orange and yellow and blue. It looks like blood <laughs> <laughs> um so Travis, um my husband Travis, was at a professor's house. It was his going away party. He was like I don't know, moving to China or something with his wife somewhere far away, and he didn't he wa- he couldn't take a lot of the stuff from his apartment. So he invited people over for his going away party and you could just take stuff. And one of them was this painting and it turned out, I think it was like four or $600. We didn't buy it. He bought it. And he said, here, you can just like, yeah, do you want it? You can have it. Where did he get it? I don't know. I think he bought it from the artist.
1: Nancy, it's all arbitrary. The artist said it's worth this. That guy said, okay, I think it's also worth this and I'll I'll spend that amount of money on it.
0: So it's probably our most expensive painting in the house. I, this the, it's the one that I, I like the least.
1: You sure it's uh. Right side up? Maybe it's upside no. down.
0: No, it might be. No, I'm pretty sure.
1: Maybe it's on its side. You could actually hang that any way you wanted.
0: You could. I and felt if, like this was the way. I wanted it to go up.
1: And <laughs> if you didn't, and it kind of looks like a spectral waveform and hmm. audio editing.
0: Yeah, it kind of does.
1: If you look at the spec, that's the closest I can describe the thing. Okay. But you could, you could put it any way you wanted. Then the artist could come in and tell you that you had it wrong and give you an explanation and I'd be curious as to what the explanation is of well, why you know, it's not I have, the right way.
0: I have another picture that's similar to this. It's huge. It takes up, you know, half a wall, super tall. Um, and it's been in my family forever. My uncle Ed, who was my dad's like army friend, um, who's an artist, he made it for them in like 75 and it's always been in my life and I've taken it's mine. I, t- I took it from my parents. I wanted it and we've had it upside down forever. So the only way I've known it is upside down. So when he sees it, he's like, oh, it's upside down. <laughs> You're like, who cares?
1: Yeah, at this point, that's the way it is. Yeah. That's the way that's supposed to be presented to me, and I'm mm-hmm. not ever going to change it. Yep. But it, again, these lines are blurred. I don't know. You know, I mentioned Rothko earlier. Mm-hmm. Mean, his paintings of just colors. There's yeah. you know, whatever you want to think of this. Why is he a good artist? I don't even want to talk about that. If he's not... There's probably arguments for both sides. Right. But there's one of them, um, the black on gray, okay. which looks like the other one. So this black on gray. But then the story behind it was he painted that that same year he committed suicide by slicing his wrists. It's like, oh, well, that, that painting takes on a whole new meaning now. That's like a representation of your inner life. If that's true, I don't know. That's the way I take it. He okay. has all these colors and then eventually just gets to black and gray uh-huh. and then he's dead. Then he kills himself. Right, and so then suddenly it's like, wow, that that's got a lot more meaning to me now. That kind of painting. So sometimes,
0: but that could that might not even have been his meaning behind it.
1: It may not have been, but it wasn't even a meaning he expressed. If if that was an expressed meaning, well, that one's still pretty heavy. So uh, maybe I would have accepted that one, but I'm you know.
0: annoyed by art that gets successful. I think.
1: Why is that? Do you secretly want to be an artist?
0: No. I think. When when it gets successful, just like a band or something, who who um, they write a song and then the song is popular and then people ask them like what what did your song mean when you, or what were you thinking when you wrote it or what does it what does this song mean and they say it means whatever you want you know like you gotta you know put it through your own life and interpret it. It's the same thing. I feel like artists can say art art can be out there and you can interpret it any way you want and if it's super popular, people come up with cockamamie crazy ideas about what things mean like the duality of man or you know the loneliness of whoever you know it doesn't have to you you sort of make that up instead of the artist saying this is this is what it means here it is
1: well i don't know if one's better than the other really If let the person have it if they have some insane explanation what that piece of art means to them fine a lot of times they try to push that onto other people and then and then they treat you like you're an idiot if you don't agree or you don't have some other Mm. similar feeling That's... All right, shut up at that point. Music, when, you know, a musical artist, band, whatever, says, it's open to interpretation, obviously something inspired them to write it, but the words are still there as words. It's poetry in a sense, so it is a little more fluid. So I think drawing your own conclusion is still structured somewhat within Hmm. that song. It's like, I have these words to work with. When you've got a pile of broken glass on the ground, it's like, there's no framework for me to even I can draw whatever conclusion I want from this yeah I just whatever I'm
0: going through in my life can be filtered through
1: but I don't think that's even going to be impactful for me personally and that's part of the reason I don't get into that kind of art so much if people do actually draw their own conclusion and enjoy it fine just don't yeah. treat me like an idiot because I'm not doing the same thing
0: maybe it's about pretentiousness maybe art can breed a ton of pretentiousness well Ken Pretentiosity
1: Artists And <laughs> people who consume art Yeah It's it's filled with that And yeah. a lot of it Another argument I think against abstract art Especially Is because it is so open To interpretation And people drawing Their own conclusions That it doesn't even seem fitting For that Pretentiousness It's like What No If there are no <laughs> rules To begin with Why are you setting them After the fact Why are you trying to make me feel Lesser of a person Right and even if they're not doing that purposely, they're just trying to boost their their own image for other people. That's an intended result of it. And, you know, there's a museum up in Hudson, I mean, uh, Beacon, New York, which is up the Hudson. You can just take the train up there, the Dia Beacon. And it's got a lot of modern abstract art in it. And the, the pile of glass thing I brought up is actually a thing there. Okay. It's like, I get nothing out of that one. But there was another exhibit that's not there anymore. And it was really just a bunch of very mathematical geometry, not geometrical shapes, but on grid papers and line graphs. And Mm -hmm. I loved that. And it's not necessarily that I took anything out of it about my own life, other than the fact I do feel like math is the language of the universe. So it's like, well, someone, you know, this is presented and it made me feel small again. But there's a beauty to it because it's so structured. So something with <laughs> yeah. that, because it's math, it's structured, and I loved that yeah, you part liked of it. it. And other people probably were bored to hell with that. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, this. Where's that pile of glass? I want to go look at that. that's art. Yeah, and so be it. If that's the way it works, just enjoy it the way you want to enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Well, something uh, um, else I was thinking about was when art is stolen, like famous works of art, When they're stolen. I don't understand that process of having the stolen artwork because (laughs) I would guess that it would you're stealing it because it's worth so much money. But then how do you sell it when it's known that it's
1: I think you can always find a buyer. There's a person out there who's got a shitload of money who will buy it and then they don't they just hide it and they'll tell select people that they have it. And it's another way to show off. Or if this person really just enjoys art and for themselves, and they never share it, but they know that they've got that stolen piece of art and they paid a lot, of, you know, it means something to them. Like, yeah, I'm the person who has it.
0: But then the meaning behind the painting is that it's stolen and less that it's famous and beautiful and, or not, okay, and less that it's famous and less that it's meaningful to you. I guess. I don't feel like an art thief is like, "I appreciate this painting so much.":
1: The art thief doesn't, but the person who buys it from the art thief
0: You think they do. I feel like people who who
1: then it becomes part of the art. It becomes art. part of the story. that could be art in its own, right? The stolen <laughs> paintings. That's all I collect is the stolen paintings because it adds so much more to the story that I, and the feeling I get from this.
0: No, that's their own making. That's not art. That's not the art but they've they've created that bullshit.
1: sure but it became part of the store all i'm saying is this this is the way this works this is why going in it's like i i don't know even how to approach this yeah people can take whatever they want and who am i too
0: subjective of a topic you mean
1: no i mean it's interesting to talk about but who am i to even tell you that you're wrong for feeling that yeah or liking to be the purchaser of stolen art that's your thing fine
0: you're right, because what I'm looking for is the perfect way to appreciate art. And maybe there just isn't one. Cause I feel like it needs to be you get something from it. And if you're getting and and, and and it's what the artist one intended, and it's meaningful to you. And if you're not getting that and you're enjoying the art for any other reason, then it's not good. Other than I think you're wrong. But maybe that's wrong.
1: Or maybe it's right. Maybe it's all right. Maybe none of it's right. None of it's wrong. Or it's all right and wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in Atlanta, this is where I start to question your taste in art, Autumn. Okay. And I don't all really right. want to be nasty about this too much. Go ahead. But, you know, in Atlanta, there was the big Catlanta thing. Mm-hmm. Which I did not understand why this became some craze. So anyone who's not from Atlanta or doesn't know what this is, Catlanta, you explain it, because you were a huge fan.
0: Yes. So, um, I don't know how it started initially, but Catlanta is an artist in Atlanta. He makes a very specific shape of a cat, and I guess, you know, fit cat with Atlanta. And um, we caught on to him because he would um, drop... Oh, I'm sorry. He would he would um, take a wood, like a piece of wood, and he would carve out the shape of this cat and paint it himself.
1: All the same shape.
0: All Always the same shape. And then um, he would leave it somewhere. He would take a picture of where he left it and not give, any too, not give too many like discerning markers as to where it was, but you had to know the city well enough to sort of look in the background of where this cat was to know where the cat, to, to be able to find the cat. So he would take that picture, he would tweet it out, and then you would go hunt for the cat and you would like you know take a picture of it and say like i got it you know so he did that for like, he did all kinds of themes he he partnered with the high museum and painted all these um these really bigger like these bigger ones maybe like i don't know 8 inches something tall of these wooden cats and hid them all around the high museum um, painted in different techniques of different artists that are in the high that you can see it's a so- shame
1: by the way that the high can't lure people in for the art they have so they have to take the popular <laughs> artist art and put it hide it in their own museum
0: right. come to the and high so- to
1: get this and please while you're here look at the stuff we have to present.
0: I like this cat maybe I'll like the actual painting that this cat is representative of so yeah we got really into that Travis and I so we would he would uh, so there was something called free art Fridays which I think is still going on where um, local artists or just people who like to make little things would hide them hide things their little pieces all over and take a picture and hashtag it with free art Friday so you could search for that hashtag and then go find pieces of art hidden all around the city which was Really fun, I got a bunch of those things. I have like a little pair of felt underwear called like I forget what it's called like undies or something. I had a magnet in it so it's on your fr it's on our fridge. um oh, it started with um do you know that like robot face that is up by videodrome?
1: Oh, the one that's painted on the-
0: that's no no, no, not that thing, but like up on the it, it's on a lamp post by video drum.
1: oh no I guess I've never noticed even though I always stay near there
0: at the right Highland I forget Inn. what that guy's called but he has he started it by just leaving things all over the city this was like before Twitter he put little magnets on his little square like robot head things and just left them everywhere and people would collect them and then people there was like this weird community within the community that was mad at the other people for collecting too many of them and it's like that's not what this is for you know <laughs> they started like eating their own
1: these arguments start That that's a part of the reason i was around people who were in the art community especially in atlanta because it was more concentrated mm-hmm. here in new york it's you know it's sort of spread out i'm sure that maybe there are neighborhoods where they live closer to one another but that kind of infighting was something i was not interested in and then going back to the catlanta thing yeah it, to me, it just seemed like a power play. It's like, I'm the guy, I tweet, people scramble. Sit back, watch. I hated it. The guy yeah. perched above, looking down at the morons, the sheep running around. Even if it wasn't like that, that's the way I viewed it, and that's why I could never stand it. That's why okay. I did not like it. It just seemed like a huge power play in this whole, I don't, I'm not going to give you my identity. I'm going to hide my identity to offset that. So maybe you don't think that's, no, 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 you're not fooling me. Just because we don't know who you are, if anything, it's even more of a power play.
0: Well, we know who he is now. He doesn't hide his identity anymore. But that was kind of the popular thing back then, if you think about it,
1: Why, to everyone, hide your
0: identity. What's his name? Banksy.
1: Everyone was stealing that. Yeah. Hanksy. So we have like a, seven or guy, eight. There was a guy around New York who would uh, paint things on walls. Hanksy. It was always Tom Hanks in some kind of situation.
0: Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's art?
1: Yeah, it's parody in a way, but it's yeah. also, yeah, it's art. I find it to be art, parodies art.
0: So we have like seven what do you keep or keep looking at
1: over there? Catlanas. I'm, getting very dist- oh, I'm <laughs>
0: looking at my Catlanas on the wall. I hung them on the, we put them in a shadow, we put them in shadow boxes and put them on the wall.
1: Hey, that's nice. I thought someone was trying to break into your room.
0: Sorry, no. I'm looking at those.
1: And you're reminiscing <laughs> on how fun it was to go fight others and chase others and have to beat others to get the little generic templated cat.
0: But it's pay- they're but painted. They're all painted in different
1: colors.
0: No, they're all Whoa. no, no. Listen, one is Frida Kahlo, one is Marty McFly, okay. One is a is a Jewish person for Hanukkah, okay. And then the other is that um, I don't know. The X's for eyes. That uh artist who puts like you know, Kermit the Frog, and he gives X's for eyes. I forget what his name is.
1: You see what's happening though. What I'm starting to make you feel bad for liking that because there's <laughs> a part of me that if. You like it. There is a fear. It's like, well, maybe I'm really missing out on something here. Oh, Maybe I'm not getting it. So I can't let that exist. I need to shit on Autumn. (laughs) Like you're an idiot for liking that. There. Now I feel better.
0: (laughs) But part of Catlanta is, listen, I'm not, I don't like it because of, oh, it's beautiful art and it makes me feel something. I liked it because, honestly, (laughs) it's very Atlanta, which I was excited by living there. And... It was fun because we had to get them.
1: Yeah, well, there you know was I mean? there was New York way before Atlanta, so get out of here.
0: If I was in New Stole York at it. the time, I would have been collecting New York.
1: I don't even know if it was done the same way. Oh, I believed you. <laughs> New York existed before you, Atlanta.
0: Well, that's fine. Why? Well, I first, I know yeah. I'm
1: not in the I'm in the minority with this opinion. I know it's very popular.
0: But I think yeah, like for, what I'm what I mean for me personally, I want to connect. With the thing. And I don't really care if it's great or not. Like I have, like I mentioned before, I have a painting from Goodwill. And listen, it's not the best painting in the world or anything. It's not even framed. I don't even have it framed. It's on the wall. But I picked it up because I. (laughs) I felt so bad for it because someone had put the time and the effort into painting it and then they probably died and their grandkids are like, fuck them, send it all to goodwill. So then it's just sitting there in this goodwill and this person like spent a lot of time. it. so I don't know. I feel like I'm rescuing paintings from goodwill sometimes.
1: But that's a nice sentiment. Yeah. I, yeah, that makes perfect sense. You've attached your a meaning to it. Yeah. You're saving someone else's work. They put in the time and you're respecting it so right. they don't feel completely abandoned. Even though yes. they're dead already. And their kids but Maybe didn't.
0: they're dead. Or maybe they were jerks. Who may, Maybe they were racist. I don't know.
1: <laughs> you don't know. Now, if you found out that they were racist, would mm. you still appreciate the, the work?
0: I would. Because now it's like it's child. Like, don't blame.
1: Even if you knew like, the person was an asshole.
0: Sins of the father don't count for the painting.
1: <laughs> okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> the, the painting is a, it's got its own autonomy. It does. It's now alive and yeah
0: okay it deserves love that's even if it was painted by a racist (laughs) so what does that mean does that mean that i could buy hitler's art if i really something that he painted really spoke to me
1: i don't i think at this point you know who hitler is too much you couldn't look at the art separate from him yeah i think what if just
0: without knowing What if you just loved this thing and you're like, why? Oh, it must be so expensive because it's just, you know, famous. And I what do I know? So I'll just pay this much money and you fall in love with it. And then years later, someone tells you, you know, that's Hitler's art. (laughs) You say, oh, shit.
1: Well, that's an interesting situation to be in. If you didn't know going in. The problem is going in, that's going to influence it. Mm -hmm. And I think the real reason his art sells is because people know it's his.
0: See, and that's that's the problem, even with the well-known things. If I look at something that's a, a Monet and what if I don't like it or I don't care? Maybe it's not that I don't like something, but sometimes I just don't care. I'm like you show me something that's supposed to be famous, like the girl with the pearl earring. I'm not saying I don't how I feel about this necessarily. I just mean it's famous and you should look at it and you should appreciate it. Well, what if I don't get anything from it? Who like, does that mean that means I don't an know idiot.
1: anything? Yes. It means yeah. you're a moron. <laughs> no, <laughs> of course it doesn't.
0: I kind of feel this way about... um museums and sometimes i don't know not uh, like um things you're supposed to enjoy things you're supposed to um appreciate i feel like you go there you see the thing and then for me i'm like all right great that's cool yeah that's cool not like wow wow i just want to sit here if i found That painting in Goodwill, I have more of a connection to than something I might see in a museum. Because what does this picture mean to me? Nothing. It's done well. It's old. It's interesting. Okay.
1: It's hard to look at them for what they are, too, once they become so famous and popular.
0: Because once you see that it's Monet or whoever, you know, you're like, oh, now it's something. I have to look at this differently.
1: Yeah. At some point, there was a painting that was done that was so different than the other stuff that was at yes it was probably warranted i don't like to compare this to rocky but <laughs> it's impossible it's always i well, since i've been born sylvester stallone was a movie star right mm-hmm. but when rocky came out nobody knew who that guy was that was just a guy that was a very independent film mm-hmm. and you would view it very differently than oh yeah there's rambo and demolition man and all that <laughs> It doesn't change the fact that I still think it's a good movie, but it does change the way you view it. And I think the reputation precedes the actual work sometimes. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's it's just like tourist attractions or even not even attractions, but, you know, sites in cities. People come to New York. I want to go see the Statue of Liberty. It's like, okay. And then, whoa, there, wow. It's like, yeah, okay, there it is. That's fine. Like, I don't get as much out of that, but that's just in human nature. Then at that point, like there's that thing I've heard so much about. It's just a way to be popular. That's popular. I'm close. I'm popular. And now you can yeah. take pictures.
0: I need to feel. I need to stumble upon something. And if it happens to be a tourist attraction, that's fine because I found it on my own. And now it means something. But then just to go to it, I feel like ah, there it is. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm is. I'm
1: totally with you. On I like the fact that you're finding art. It's discarded, begging for a home. And Orphans. If it, if it doesn't find one, it's going to go into the dumpster.
0: Yeah.
1: I, get a, I would get a lot more out of that also.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's the same way I told you I like to travel. If I go to a city, I'll just go wander around the neighborhood. And then you right. find interesting things there and things yes. that move you that the rest of the world probably doesn't know exists. Yeah. And just the people in that neighborhood. And maybe they never even think about it because they're always there. And I get much more out of that. Doesn't mean you can't appreciate the other things. Are there any famous painters that you or sculptors? We're gonna talk about sculptures.
0: Well, but. I was gonna say I love those marble sculptures. I love them. I love the way that they look. I love the the um fabric, the way the fabric looks. I always am amazed that it's marble, you know. I think uh their skin looks so cool. I love the like I think that's that's the part of the museum I'm excited about and that's the like usually the end and no one is interested they want to keep going like let's go to the gift shop or something
1: that's a I mean that's a technical thing more so it sounds like I'm not saying that you don't find beauty in it but before you're saying you like to be moved but that sounds like you're really into the technical part of it because <laughs> it's so difficult to shape marble or marble in such a way
0: it's uh yeah it's uh it, yeah, I guess so, but I'm not. Uh...
1: It's okay. This is well, what I'm just I, trying
0: to think how I actually feel about that.
1: This is what I'm saying. You have ideas of what you like about art, and you'll see that it's like, oh no, it's much more than that.
0: Maybe because when you're painting and it looks like a photograph, it may as well just be. I may as well be looking at a photograph.
1: Yeah, but think about think about people before photographs. That was amazing. It's like this looks so real. And it's still a great skill that like that's... people
0: weren't draw weren't painting photorealism.
1: Oh, you're talking, but close enough. If you go look at representational art, a lot of it can. I know, oh, okay. what, I know what you're like saying, like
0: of a queen or a king or something. We've gotten to this
1: to... hyperrealism.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Is that mimicking hyper-realism. a
1: photo? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just straight up skill. So sorry, I threw you off your train of thought.
0: No, that's okay. No, that's a good that's a good thing to think to think about because yeah, if I'm looking at something that, what did you call it? Hyperrealism.
1: Yeah, if yeah. someone's painting looks exactly like a photo.
0: I think that that's neat. But then at the end of it, I was like, I may as well just be looking at a picture. Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> okay, they did it, and it's really good. That yep. looks like a picture. That's cool. But I don't feel anything. For some reason, I feel something when I see the marble. and And I think because it does look so beautiful and so well done... Sounds like I'm describing the other thing. You're right. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know.
1: I trapped you. You did. That was not my plan. For some
0: reason, I get something from the marble. Maybe it's the shape of the people. You know, I love their shapes. I love their soft looking skin and sometimes like their muscly skin, muscly bodies.
1: Just the smoothness of marble. I really like, even if it's a marble column. God, I want to touch that. A marble floor. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Something about marble. Yeah.
0: You wanna put your cheek on it? I would. Yeah.
1: Anytime I see marble, I'll put my cheek up to it. It's gonna be my new thing. Is there any specific artist? Not just piece. I like I I don't the
0: You know what I like is those perspective um sculpture things where um uh it it's like a bunch of look garbage looking stuff and then if you look at it the right way it's someone's face. I think those—that's really neat, and I like mirrors. I like things reflected. I always—I have no names for you. I have nothing.
1: No, that's okay. I—I've only got one. And people's like, "Who's your favorite artist?" Like, there's only one artist that I really am taken with his work, Edward Hopper. He's more of, you know, his his work is representative in the sense that you know what you're seeing. It's not uh-huh. abstract, but it's still more impressionist. But it's just people. In lonely situations. That's the way I interpret it.
0: Surprise. Well, Surprise. I
1: because I think that's a representative of humanity. There's a lot of loneliness out there. Nighthawks is a famous one that's been parodied a lot of times, Edward Hopper. It's the, the diner looking in from the outside. Oh. There's the guy behind the diner and two people, and they're all talking, and then there's a guy just sitting there alone.
0: Mm-hmm. Nobody's
1: paying any attention to him. Or a room in New York is looking in through a window into the apartment and there's a woman with her body turned towards her husband. Who's just reading a newspaper, not paying any attention to her, but the top half of her body's tinkering on a piano. It's basically like, Hey, I'm here. Why aren't you paying attention to me? Mm -hmm. Why are you ignoring me? It's like, I don't exist, but I'm also going to do this thing to kind of pass the time. And that theme runs in a lot of his paintings. And yeah, I really take to that.
0: Why do you take to loneliness so much?
1: I think because it's so widespread and nobody talks about it. No one really... I I I think I've struggled with it somewhat too in the sense that I never really feel lonely on the surface. But when I think about it, it's like, yeah. When I was isolating stuff, that stuff's not... That's... I am. That's lonely. Yeah. What a life to just hide away. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I think that so much of the world just deals modern world where Western world probably more so than other parts of the world. The way it's structured and set up, it's very individualistic, which I think is okay too. When there's a balance somewhere. But you know, you set out, you do this thing, even if you're surrounded by people, it's the New York thing we talk about too. It's like, oh I'm here, there's all these people. But it's like, you no, know, it's very easy to be lonely. Just because you're around people doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And there's something about that that's just wow.
0: That that would feel even worse. You know, because if you were around no one and you felt lonely, then you could say, it's like, well, I'm not around anyone. But if you're surrounded by people, but you're still lonely, then that, you really have to, yeah.
1: And that exists so much here. I think of all the yeah. apartments. I walk down the street. I look at all the apartments. I think of all the people that live in those apartments and how maybe some of them just don't talk to anyone. It's yeah. probably dark and smelly in there and when they die they'll stay there for a few weeks and the only reason anyone will find them is because the stench it won't be because anyone said where's Bob Bob hasn't been around Uh because nobody knows Bob
0: yeah and that's very very
1: very sad but I think realistic too I think that happens so often there's an article in the New York Times I read about a guy who Died in his apartment. And then what happens when you have no one to claim you? No next of kin. Right. You go to that island. Yeah. Heart Island. Heart. Eventually.
0: Did we talk- I know we talked about A-R-T, this already.
1: Just H-A-R-T. Okay. Sorry. Not the same.
0: <laughs> Boring.
1: So what else you have? Anything? I'm trying to think
0: if I have anything else. Um, performance art. I think I have a love-hate relationship with performance art because... There are some things that I really like about performance art and then there's other things I really hate and it's all about real intention and whether I think that that intention is worthy or not. So that's totally subjective. But I think that if you're doing it, if you're doing some um, um, performance art and it's only to be weird and you feel like that that is pushing something in society, shut, shut up, go away. But weirdness I don't like that.
1: Weirdness could be pushing something in society. Maybe it's just been done so much now that it doesn't mean anything, but there is an aversion to weird people. So at some point, it's like, you know what? I'm going to put the weirdness out there. Here it is. At this point in our existence, that's long gone. Weirdos are all over the place Mm -hmm. and they're proud.
0: All right. Well, then I'm I'm extra annoyed by you thinking, well, there's like that subway baby thing. Have you seen that person? No. They crawl around the sub, like, all oh, the different- they put
1: it on those realistic baby masks. Do they and they're do just
0: gross.
1: Just like, sh- yeah, I would ignore sh- that person. But that's also getting in the way of other people, which someone could argue is art. Well, I'm right. disrupting. Look, like, you're on the train. You have somewhere to go. Leave me alone. Just mm-hmm. stop it. And so also, if you're doing your performance art in a designated spot and you're crawling around and I walk past and I'm interested in stopping. Fine. But the moment you're getting in the way of people.
0: All right. I just don't like the idea of you being weird, and that you feel like that's pushing someone.
1: I don't. I don't think it's pushing anymore either. I'm with you on that. It's yeah. not anymore.
0: I, I like. Um, I always think about um, Yoko Ono's. Okay, so she's she's done a lot of performance art, but one of those early ones where it was she was sitting there, and you could come up with scissors and you could cut off pieces of her clothing, and it was supposed to be like you know the plight of women in the world, and I think that's interesting. You know, I. But I don't even understand, like, interpretive dance, really.
1: (laughs) you don't have to understand it. I think some people spend a little more time with it. Probably if you know about dance to begin with. Maybe. You could get more out of interpretive dance. Or maybe you don't even need that. Um, Again, a lot of these things, even when we were talking about modern art, especially abstract art, it's all just, it it begins with a rebellion against the rules and philosophies of art. So that means something at the time. It's like, wow, people are really going to start doing this. Um, and then it's just oversaturated and it, it,
0: yeah, I don't, I don't mind pushing a boundary like that and, and doing things a little differently. I just don't like it. I think when someone goes to an extreme with it, then I get annoyed and I feel like they're only going to the extreme just to be extreme. And then you lose merit.
1: I agree. That's because boundaries have been pushed though. Everything. What's what can you, it's very hard to find something that hasn't already been done now. This is what people are facing. So it's like, well, what can I do? So I'll take that thing and make it even more extreme. But then it loses yeah, the message because you're just doing something for the sake of being extreme. It's like when right. you're younger and you say things to shock people. It's like, right. Yeah, that's, that's not creative. That was nothing. No. You just did something. You got a reaction, sure. But that don't mistake that for getting a reaction because you did something artistic or creative or so different.
0: In my mind, I would like to think of myself as someone more open-minded. And would say, whatever you get from art's totally fine, gear. But I do feel like there's right and wrong. <laughs> I think I'm I not ever... proud of that, but it's true. I feel like I have I have hard opinions on things that I feel like I should be more open minded to. I,
1: I would say that's very normal. I don't think that people operate any differently than that. Most people probably have those convictions and yeah. want, want to put it out there and tell other people they're wrong. I had an idea for an abstract art show. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the exhibits would have been, but it would have been uh, follow the brown brick road to Enema City. So a little play on <laughs> Wizard of Oz, Yellow Brick Road. So in this, the brown bricks are shit. And Enema City is the last piece on... So you just follow this brown brick road through the gallery or whatever and you come across these different just really awful crappy exhibits that have zero meaning at all and then you listen to people and talk about what it means and then you come out and you tell them that they're wrong at the end they say who are you to tell me that i'm wrong and then you say i'm the artist there is no meaning that's the meaning here is you're a moron that was my whole idea for a show (laughs) oh
0: my god
1: Again, I obviously didn't go too deep into the planning because I don't know what the exhibits would be, but because to me that didn't matter. The message of that was, look at these idiots. Look at these fools who will come in and assign meaning to this crap. Just whatever I... It's like a bunch of plywood standing yeah. up uh, in some crappy frame nailed together, screwed together haphazardly. Like, oh, my God, that's a representation of the structure of today's society. It's like, no, it's not. It's not. It's just, <laughs> just some wood with some screws.
0: It's all... Wow. But what is that urge to teach people a lesson <laughs> and to humiliate them? <laughs>
1: <laughs> because there's an idea that people would be so uh, hell bent on telling you. The way it plays out, if you came out at the end and someone had an idea and you told them they were wrong and they didn't argue with you, then you're not uh-huh. mean to them. But that the people who have to, s- to prove that they're right and those are the people you teach a lesson to. So like, okay. you're not right. And I'll tell you why, because I created it. And who's going to get to say what it means, me or you?
0: I guess they would say, hey, art is up to whoever's viewing it. Mm.
1: The brown brick road to Anima City.
0: <laughs> it's so um, childish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <It's>, brown <laughs>
0: brick road.
1: <laughs> it, is, it is very childish, but I don't care. I think it's funny. <clears throat> I think it could garner a good reaction from some people. Maybe most people would hate it and get an awful write-up.
0: I know. And then what do you do with that? Like, does someone buy that?
1: No, it's disposable. At the end, you throw it away where it belongs.
0: <laughs> how do how do um uh those modern art crazy art stupid art how, what do they do with that stuff? How do they make? How do these artists make money? No one's buying a bunch of con- you know caution tape.
1: That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, I assume there are ways. A lot of this is graffiti artists, and within that world, there's a division. But a lot of times, they're out there, they're doing graffiti. Some do their mm-hmm. own, then art on canvases or whatnot that you can right. sell. But other ones will do advertisements, and you know how uh, that's selling out. I'm I'm on that side too. It's like, don't do the advertisement. No, don't do the. Ad-
0: but how do they fund their art without getting a square squaresville job?
1: That that's the question, right? So maybe you have to do it. So you can continue to hone your skill, even though you're selling out for, yeah, you
0: do, you, no, no, no. for the you, Coors light ad. You gotta do what you you have to do what you need to do to make money and then you do you make your art that you're passionate about.
1: I know, but advertisement is so soulless. Yeah. I get it. Look, what do you think? I work in branded content. It's not much different. It's Mm -hmm. not a straight up ad, but you know, editing these videos with like, here's a story about a person, human interest. Just kidding. It's about the new Intel chip.
0: (laughs) Is that what you're doing right now?
1: That's not what I'm working. I've done that in the past. That's what you
0: were doing. Okay.
1: I mean, what did I? I'm doing something now. McCormick, spices. Oh, you are condiments with DJ Jazzy Jeff.
0: Oh, that's right. (laughs) That's right.
1: That one's that one's not bad because they don't try to... Some of these people, our image is so important. That's more hands-off. It's like, all right, here's Jazzy Jeff and Myron Mixon, who's a barbecue guy, cooking together. And they just mm-hmm. happen to be using these spices, sure. But...
0: I mean, what I'm doing with The Doctrine is not selling out, but I definitely do things on there that is not... I'm not... Our show would be... You and I, our show would be much different if I did the same sorts of things that I did on The Doctrine and, like, what I did on The Doctrine was... What I really wanted was my passion. I love being on that show and I love doing those impressions and I love being there, but it's not my passion like this, like this. That's, I have way more integrity on this show than I do on that one.
1: Yeah, and that's a little different, though, because that's still an original show that's trying to do something and stand on its own legs. And you have a role on that show. That's what you're brought on to do. And you're, mm-hmm. yeah, you're doing a job. It's a f- fun job.
0: It's not my art.
1: Plenty worse jobs out there.
0: This is my art if we're going to categorize anything. That's my Squaresville job, and this is my art. You ever like. If you can call this gibberish art.
1: (laughs) Does anyone else know what that reference is?
0: If you do, tell us (laughs) on our Facebook page.
1: (laughs) Where did that come from? Now, while we were talking about graffiti, I was thinking about people who tag things, which Mm. sometimes it's very lazy. I'm not even talking about the style of the, the tag. There was this one guy, Neckface, who's very – he's actually a pretty well-known artist and does this dark, interesting artwork on his own. But his tag was just sloppy handwriting Neckface. Uh. And before I knew about his art, I just liked it. One, Neckface to me was funny. Uh. But when I would see it in odd places, like how did he get there and how did that happen? Like to me that was an appeal. I saw some guys tagging a chain-link fence with a tarp over it near a subway station the other day. And it was a much nicer tag. I was like, it's lazy. I could have gone and I don't have a tag, but I mean, any, that's accessible to everyone. So right. I, I'm drawing distinctions, and you know what's the worth of a tag?
0: Well, uh, you like that kind of thing too, because you've said before about like getting together with friends needs to be, is more significant if it's difficult for people to <laughs> congregate, you know? Or um, yeah, yeah. So you there's you have, more work
1: put into it. There's yeah, a you need thought, work. To- <laughs> there's a thought process. a, yeah. a you devise a plan on how to get to the.
0: Someone's going to hold on to my ankles while I'm upside down spray painting this, you know, highway sign. You
1: know, a risk to it. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes me appreciate the fact I don't care what it looks like at that point. And yes, is it illegal? You have defaced someone's property. Fine. But, well, that took some time and effort. Okay. <laughs> so I can appreciate that. The one on the tarp there, you're lazy. That's the laziest. That, to me, is the white piece of paper with the line drawn on it. Sure. I don't even care what the backstory is. That's not, to me, I'm not getting anything out of it, and I don't think it took you much time either.
0: No, you're right. So effort and meaning and experience, like your experience, need to be a part of something for it to be good. Yeah, I'm
1: an appreciation of, you know, the Rothko backstory, which... It probably wasn't even why the painting was painted, but he committed suicide the same year the gray and the black came out, black and gray. Right, it's like, well, that changes it. So there's a lot of factors at play. The technical part of it I can appreciate at times. Um, yeah, there's again, there's a lot. So to sum this up, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Whatever your beliefs are, there's probably exceptions to those rules and things that fall into different realms, and that's okay.
0: It's interesting to think about all the different types. And the different, and like the spectrum of, of different art, right? Starting from what we said in the beginning of just nothing, you know, just nothing. Just, you know, a bit of an ocean and, you know, a sand dune with a white fence that's buried, getting buried, you know, eh, sorry, it's, right. it's nothing. To, you know, the lady covering herself in blood in the middle of the street. Because she's telling you something about the women's... You know what I mean? Like, there's this huge spectrum of art and what you can call art and what you can get from art. And it's weird to think about... I'm going to end it here. But it's weird to think about, um, thinking about being an alien and looking at what we're doing and what we're producing to show each other and to sort of express ourselves to each other.
1: I would be interested in seeing which pieces of art the aliens liked best... Because the context of being human is gone, that's out right. the window. So they're not associating with that. They're not uh, relating to it. So I. Wonder. If we
0: if we broke open a beehive, <laughs> it was like an art gallery.
1: A beehive in its own sense is a piece of art.
0: You're right. And where they build right. that but, honeycomb. But they don't amazing. have a um, a section of different of stuff they've made instead of honeycombs. They've made them into other things.
1: No, but then again, that's that structure that I like in the honeycomb. It's like wow. <laughs> look at that. That's just a like symmetry that appeared in nature.
0: That is interesting. Have you done that thing where you put honey in a bowl with water and then you swish it around and then it goes, the the cells have memory and go back to form a a honeycomb pattern? No,
1: I've never done that first graders experiment, but I should. Do you have honey? No. I don't really like honey.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know.
1: But I would buy no some just to do that. Yeah. I'd look at it. It's like Come play- over to our
0: house. We have honey. We'll do it. It's
1: like playing with cornmeal. Wet it yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I bought cornmeal once just to do that.
0: like smack your hand into it so strange it is strange all All right thank what is the property
1: what is the property of cornmeal at that point okay sorry go ahead
0: thanks everybody for listening (laughs) to our weirdest episode uh please rate and review us on itunes and on facebook you can find us everywhere if you search for us uh under one topic we have stickers and pins and you can contact us uh in any of those places to see how to get Something like that. Um, please check out hoffandpepper.com. They're the sponsor of our show. You can get uh, 15% off of any hot sauce order if you put in the topic. I'm sorry, if you put in the code one topic 15, that's 15% off at hoffandpepper.com. And that's it. What do you think? Good? Do that thing
1: where you say until next time and back off the mic. So get really loud and then back away from the mic.
0: Until next time, see you later. Everyone!